2: Welcome to another episode of Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know, the podcast where we tell you everything that we and you can learn from musical theatre. I am one of your hosts, Zane C. Weber, here in isolation, talking to my co-hosts across the internet. On the top left hand of the Zoom screen, according to me, is... It's me,
1: KB! On, oh, it's KB.
2: It's KB! And also, our host is...
1: Julie trager
2: And joining us once again is the lovely
1: <laughs>
2: Jessica Kate Ryan. Oh, hi, yes, Sorry, yes, yeah. I was... so... <laughs> <laughs> yes, hi, Jessica
3: Kate Ryan.
2: Hello. So, Jess, you have been here many times before and...
3: Oh, aren't you sick of me yet?
2: Never. So, we, what we do now is because we have gotten to know you so many times we all have to cast each other in a role in the show that you have brought for us to talk about which of course is mac and mabel
3: yay one of my faves
2: so who wants to go first you do, Zayn. Do I? Yeah, Zayn wants to go Have <laughs>
3: you done
2: the show? I have done the show. A little bit about me is Mac and Mabel is the first proper musical that I ever actually did. Because I did like a, a review before I did any musicals and then this was the first musical I actually ever got cast in, which it was just ensemble, but whatever. I. <laughs>
3: very important. About it.
2: it is very important. I think that. Jess, you would make a great Lottie.
3: That's all I thought you were going to say.
2: Yeah, uh, <laughs> because this time it is the big time, and Tappy troubles away all that all that fun stuff.
3: Yep, 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 yep. I believe that. I believe that. I'll take it. I'll take it. And also, her name's great. I like the name Lottie. So
2: I'll,
3: <laughs> I'll take it for that as well.
2: Now I'm gonna I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take it out of your hands and cast myself as Fatty Fatty Arbuckle. It's uh, a <laughs> It's a, funny, it's a funny fat man role and, and someone's got to do it. Yeah, but I don't want to play Fatty Arbuckle because he's such a bad person. Um, then
1: don't cast yourself as him. It's your yeah. casting. You, you what know, you
2: want. that is exactly where I would be put in this show.
1: That's not, what we, that's not how we play this game, mate.
2: All right. You okay. cast yourself
1: as who you want to be.
2: Well, no, I've already cast Jess, so someone else has to go now and cast someone else.
1: Oh, we're doing it that way. Oh, uh, KB, I'm putting you in as Mabel. Ha! Yeah, <laughs> me as Mabel. <laughs> yep, done. Oh, thanks, guys. You'll be a fun Mabel. Yeah, she, she
0: has some really fun... I don't really ever play the lead role though. So I, I also feel like
3: Julie could be a great Mabel as well. Yes, mm. that's more fitting. Want to <laughs> share it,
0: KB? That's fun. Oh yeah, yeah we'll, you do act yeah, one. Yeah, I'll double- do act- We'll split it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll split it. Um so then do we have to cast Zane or is that us all done? <laughs> I would put like, like, I would love to hear Zayn
3: do some of Mac's
2: stuff. Yeah. I would sing it well. I don't think I'm a Mac mm-hmm. though. <clears throat> Just personally. Don't I might be like more of a, a Mac? No, I think maybe may more of a a William Desmond. I, I think I could do.
3: Oh yeah, yeah.
2: But yeah, I know every 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 production would put me as Fatty Arbuckle Um, or Frank Wyman. um, You know, one one of those one of that duo.
3: Yeah, I would really like to hear you sing.
2: Yeah, they're fun to play. (laughs) Okay, well, let without any further ado, let's uh, take a quick break and we'll come back with uh, and we'll start talking about the history of Mac and Mabel. Jess, can you Mm. give us a two-minute elevator pitch of the plot of Mac and Mabel?
3: Yes, yes, I can. Okay, so the story of Mac and Mabel is based off the actual true story of uh, Mabel Normand. Um, So basically the plot goes, Mabel is working in a delicatessen in uh, Brooklyn and the whole show is set in like a flashback of Mac looking back on this life that he's had as a director. So uh, basically Mabel's working in the deli She brings a sandwich to Lottie Who's one of um, Mac's actors And Lottie can't pay her So Mabel completely flies off the handle And Mac is impressed with Mabel's like dramatic (laughs)
4: like
3: Over-the-topness, I guess And it's like, she can act She can overreact, no worries So he offers her a role in one of his films And at first she's like, nah But then she's like, yeah And then she sings a song about it Surprisingly, um, obviously, as per musical theater tradition, Mabel becomes like a really big star um, in this like comedy sense. So she does a lot of, and you can watch some of her like original like silent films, and it's very slapstick, and she's very funny, and she's very charismatic. Um, and obviously, she starts to have because it's a musical, so we gotta have romance. <laughs> so she starts to have feelings for Mac, and he's a bit like, nah, uh, and then they sleep together and then he leaves and she's like "Mm, whatever Um, so Mabel decides that she wants to be a serious actor like we all do Um, and Mac is really entirely only interested in doing comedy so she so Mabel goes off with this other director called William Desmond Taylor who is like really attracted to her and agrees to like feature her in his like serious films Um, and then Mac's a bit like hey no don't do that and um She goes off to meet Taylor, but, you know, and then she decides no more Mac, see you later, and sings this absolute bop called Wherever He Ain't, which is definitely in my (laughs) repertoire. Um, So then uh, Mac, like, comes up with this concept of bathing beauties, and he makes a couple of films about that. Mabel then uh, returns to Mac, um, and he's welcome, she's welcomed with open arms. Time's up. Oh, oh.
2: Only I'm two not, minutes. Like,
1: two minutes elevator pitch.
2: So what bas- happens
1: at the end? <laughs> we don't know. You've got to see it. We, we don't know. You'll never, you'll never know. You'll never know.
2: Let's, <laughs> oh, let's just say, let's us. just say, KB, it's not... It don't end well. It's not happy.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, some, some, I kind of felt that's where it was going, guys.
2: <laughs> something that is kind of touched on is uh, kind of drug use as well? Yeah. Um
3: interesting like cuz there's not a hell of a lot of like old-timey musicals that talk about like especially heroin.
2: Yeah, yeah, like, absolutely. Man, hello,
3: they're using heroin. It's um, uh
2: but it's, yeah. and that's one of the main ways that the the musical um differentiates itself from what actually happened um because mm-hmm. in in the in the show it's uh the the character Mac is actually trying to keep Mabel from making these bad decisions with drugs and what have you, which are being offered to her by other people, uh, basically um, uh, William Desmond Taylor, when in reality it was Mac Mac doing it and Frank Desmond Taylor was one of the ones that was like, hey, let's take you away for a bit so you can dry out and get back on the straight and narrow. Um, And also, so it does also feature... Characters inspired by real-life people. So we have Frank Wyman, who is Frank, based on Frank Capra. Fatty, who is based on Roscoe Fatty Arbuckle. Uh, Kleiman, which is based on um, uh, Adam Kessel. And Fox, which is Charles O'Bowman. Uh, all, all of these are kind of big names in the classic movie world. And Mac, so Mac Senate. <clears throat> Ran Keystone Studios, which is famous for the Keystone Cops, basically the the bumbling cops, etc. And so you get a fair few um, kind of big chorus comedic numbers based around those and the other, like Jess mentioned, the Bathing Beauties. Mm. So really, lots of like
3: what? slapstick comedy in there, and yeah,
2: yeah, very
0: it, fun show.
2: It's a real big love story to uh, classic cinema. Yeah. Um, and
0: soundtrack-wise at the time, I guess, also to musical comedy because in the late, like, 70s, it was more like rock musicals were kind of more the go-to genre. So to do something that was very much, like, your very classical musical yeah. style, I think, is, is also in that. But, and that's very Jerry
3: Herman of that era. Like, you look at Le Cage, which came after this, which was, like, around the... You know, in the nineteen eighty mark, because it was the same year nominated as Sunday in the Park with George. Like he loves an old tune.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And this is this is one of Herman's I feel underappreciated texts. I think the the song the songwriting in this is definitely um, looked over a lot for some of his other stuff.
0: Yeah. Well, it closed after eight weeks.
2: Hmm.
0: Mm. And that's not and that's not a long time for someone who is quite well known in the musical theatre canon. I guess that's that was yeah. surprising. I didn't know that. I didn't know it had such a short, relatively short run.
3: Because I the re the reason I got into this was my mother had the soundtrack to the West, like the original West End production in ninety five, and we used to sing this so much because <laughs> obviously Caroline O'Connor as Mabel, yeah, such an iconic sort of sound so yeah it's like when i found out that the original run only went for eight weeks i was like oh god yeah i mean better than anyone can whistle so yeah that's true and like there are often
0: cases where shows have done better in in england than they have in america so they just must have wanted it at the time. Amelda Staunton played Mabel in Nottingham in 1981. And I just, every time I think of Amelda Staunton, I think of Umbridge. And so to think <laughs> of Umbridge playing Mabel is like, <laughs> I love it.
1: I see it. I see it. it, I see
2: it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think there's too much difference. I mean, they both have a very big, uh, like, like, grit is a big part of their character. Yeah. So yeah, I, I can She's definitely got a lot of see Hotspur.
3: that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> because of course Bernadette Peters originated the role Hotspur. on role on Broadway mm-hmm. uh opposite yeah. Robert Preston. Um Ooh, I And love him. even though it only ran 8 weeks, it did it was nominated for 8 Tonys. Uh, it didn't win That's any, hot. but it was it definitely was nominated uh e- even for best musical. So, yeah. Yeah. Um
0: my fun fact guys. I've really got really like one really fun fact because I I'm love it. I when I was a kid I was really into figure skating so this is like why <laughs> this is fun fact appeals to me. Um, so Torval and Dean who were a famous figure skating duo used the overture <laughs> of Mac and Mabel to perform when they won the gold medal in 1982 and so when they pre- they played it again at the Olympics a few years later the record sales of Macamaboo went up so high that it ended up hitting number six on the charts. Wow. Which like gave it a new life. Yeah, just from playing oh to and Dean's routine again, well, the BBC played it during the Olympics. And so, <laughs> bumped it. England loved it. <laughs>
4: they loved it. Yeah, oh, fair.
0: God. I think that's great. I love that figure skating and musical that's theater. That's so can come like that's together. the campest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> like a
3: musical theater and ice skating like crossover. That is can.
0: Is that's what you want? I think if I was ever to write a musical, I would hope that a figure skating duo would,
3: you write would take about my fingers- music. <laughs>
1: oh, I you were going to say you would write a musical about figure skating. <laughs> oh, mate, don't tempt me. <laughs> Ab, I will um, take your submission for Tonya Harding the musical. Thank you. Oh my god! <laughs> yes. i Tonya the
2: musical. That's I, Tonya, the musical.
1: Yes, that would work.
0: I would on <laughs> <buy> an <laughs> actual skating. It's like Disney on Ice, but full musical. Yeah, yeah but I, like,
1: I would like full synth and like full. <laughs> pop.
2: Okay, well, uh, Julie, do we have a, a bad review with Julie?
1: We do have a bad review with Julie. Let Ooh. me find it. It wasn't super hard to find. Like, I just had to do a little scrolling. But I did have to scroll, is my point. <laughs> um, but let it be known that it is of a recent production. Um, this is uh, on Theatre Mania, and it's a review of a New York City production.
3: Oh, New York uh, from
1: 2020? Yep. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I'd be very interested. Yes, please. So this is Mac and Mabel, great songs, great stars, weird show. (laughs) (laughs) Written by David Gordon. Uh, Alexandra Sotcher and David, sorry, Douglas Silas star in Jerry Herman's Broadway flop at the New York City Centre. I'm so glad I finally got to see Mac and Mabel. I'm equally glad I'll probably never have to see it again. (gasps) This Jerry Herman, Michael Stewart flop from 1974 isn't a bad musical per se. I've seen far worse, but it's a work filled with missed opportunities. Even the greatest songs in the world, and there are some truly wonderful Herman tunes in Mac and Mabel, can't save a piece that lies there like a lump from start to finish. Ooh. It goes on, ladies and gentlemen. You mm-hmm. can read it for yourself at Mania. There were
0: a few that popped up in the research from, like... Nineteen seventy-five, four or five, whenever it was <laughs> put on Broadway. Um, that kind I, of look. Said I'm relatively... purely
3: going off the soundtrack.
0: Yeah, that that happened. Uh, like that, were the, around the same mark of like they tried to do too much but didn't do enough kind of deal. Which I was like, oh, that's really like. And they talked about how Bernadette Peters like always was a waif, but now she's a waif with like. Spark. <laughs> You're like, oh, guys, calm down.
1: Calm down. I, um, yeah, no, I found it very interesting to listen to. It reminded me so much of Bugsy Malone. Like, so much of Bugsy Malone. <laughs> I, I
2: guess. Is it because of the cops? I
1: don't know. <laughs> it's, the, it's the sound in general. Like, I think, yeah, it kind of just has a similar scoring in part to Bugsy Malone. Obviously, not the same. I mean, it's around that same era. So, that 20s era. So, that's not.
3: But yeah, that's like it's twenties no, with
1: a, I'd say that's a yeah twenties with a heavy twang. So
2: like, um, okay. so Jess, what what is your favourite song from Mac and Mabel if you had to pick one?
1: Ooh. Oh, god,
3: it's like picking my favourite child. <laughs> um, look, wherever he ain't is a big mood for right now.
2: <laughs> so I'll say
3: wherever he ain't.
2: Nice.
0: That's my favourite song too. I just it, have like every time it comes on, I'm like ah. Yes, it, it's such like I've because I've been blasting
3: it over the last couple of weeks with all of these bin man emotions that I've got going on, and it's, <laughs> so it's a big mood for where I am emotionally at the moment. So yeah, I'll say I'll say where heavy wherever he ain't, but it goes between that and time heals everything. If I do need a good cry with my pink
1: gin, mm. holding in <laughs> what, my a, what about you, Julie? same same. So it's the only one that I knew from Mac and Mabel, like previous to doing homework today.
2: Yeah. Really? Yep. Because I Won't say Roses gets a lot of play in auditions. Um, hmm. Movies were movies a little bit as well. Uh, my hmm. favourite, of course, is Time Heals Everything. Like, that is the most tragic oh. song in the entire world, I think. That isn't about old people having feelings. <laughs> 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 yeah. But um, if, if that is all we've got, let shall we uh, play some music and move on to the lessons we've learned from Mac and Mabel? Yes,
0: yeah, do yeah. it. Yeah. Do it.
2: Okay, so this is a show with a lot to say about Hollywood and the movie industry. What did we learn? Did we learn anything new or interesting about it?
3: Don't do drugs.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Don't do heroin.
3: (laughs) Um,
2: (laughs) To be fair, uh, it was... uh, Tuberculosis that did uh, take Mabel out in the end, but I'm sure that the I don't drugs know, but didn't we're help.
3: Talking. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure the heroin didn't help either. Oh yeah, it...
2: absolutely.
1: So I'm hearing do drugs.
2: <laughs> Just yeah, you can't you can't that do too. drugs and have tuberculosis. It's one or the other.
0: One or the other. Yeah, you've got one pick. or the other. <laughs> you can have take whatever lessons you want away from
2: this, Juliet.
0: <laughs> 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 whatever you want
2: i think I think one uh, a huge uh point of this whole musical, both in the story itself and in the musical being made about the time that it was, and in us looking back at the music now, is that no matter where you are, you're always going to be nostalgic for what came before things you're always going to view things through rose tinted glasses that came before now the mu- The musical <laughs> starts with <laughs> movies if were or movies. Found? <laughs> <laughs>
1: guys remember being able to go to the shops oh god <laughs> remember being yeah.
2: able to record a uh, a podcast all together in the same room sit in the
3: same house
4: <laughs>
0: oh, oh that was one whole week ago oh <laughs> uh, mental yeah um i think in terms of the show being written in general um after a lot of review reading, um, I think it was important to write for the time. And if you're not going to write for the time, then you've got to be super sure of why you're doing it and be very clear as to the desired effect, because potentially although it's fun, it's such a fun show is that obviously wasn't very popular for when it was supposed to be
3: popular. he wasn't he wasn't reading the room, was he? No. Like no as he rightfully said about like that era being so rock heavy. Yeah. and then coming out with this sort of like homage to the old olden times where people were very rock and roll like he just I yeah. don't think he he totally missed the mark I feel no. like it's done better recently now. maybe not with the um like the Encores production but I know the Chichester Festival in 2015 their production with Michael Ball and um Rebecca Lachance who played Mabel mm. went off really well yeah. um Just because I feel like there has been a trend recently for these shows that have like that old Hollywood or that old vintage sort of feel that people are really leaning into and liking. But that just wasn't the case in the 70s.
0: No, and if he had written it as darkly as I think the story lends itself to being... Oh, yeah. Maybe it would have had... More success. But to make it a musical comedy and have such dark material at that time, I just, yeah, it would be interested to, I would be interested to know why they went down that route to maybe like, be like, everything's (laughs)
4: fine, (laughs) like
0: jazz hands. (laughs) Even like, I know I didn't get to this in my
3: very poorly done um, (laughs) synopsis, but the ending of it basically, because a musical can't end sad, he like changes this he like rewrite like Mac rewrites the story of like how he would have wanted it to have ended or like this whole retrospective thing Yeah. yeah I feel like also just because you're good at writing songs and you like have written a couple of great songs doesn't mean that you can make a whole musical out of it like there's so many great tunes as we said with wherever he ain't or with time heals everything and all that sort of stuff just because you've written like this great music does just doesn't mean that it's going to work as, as a show in an,
1: in its entirety yeah, yeah but we he say even that like i feel like almost mm. every fourth fifth week yeah now, <laughs> every fourth just because you can doesn't mean, doesn't you, mean should. you should to be fair
2: we've been doing a lot I mean, of wild like, horn recently so
3: <laughs> Oh, really yeah oh, God. <laughs> Oh Jesus. Yeah, no, I'm not a Wild Horn girl. But yeah, I feel like he wrote some incredible classic music theatre standards, but the show in itself just doesn't just doesn't work. Like yeah. you probably need to I'd be really I'd really love to see like an a, like a person just go in and dramaturg the shit out of it. Sorry, swore. Um like just completely rewrite and like re like jig. I mean, Jerry Holman's dead now, so that might be a bit sacrilege. Difficult, but yeah.
2: I, I mean, know, it there's is, definitely
3: some dramaturgy that needs to be done.
2: Like you said, like each each of these songs. So uh, I promise you a happy ending. Tap your troubles away. Time heals everything. My heart leaps up when Mabel comes into a room. Wherever he ain't, I want to make the world love. Uh, this is like 80 percent of the show are literally could be released as singles. Um, yeah,
3: honestly, he could have yeah. just written them as like standards <clears> for <throat> Bernadette Peters or Carol Burnett. Just like because I think wherever he ain't, like. It's like he wrote it for Carol Burnett. Like that's such an amazing piece of uh, like drama, but also amazing moments for comedy as well. Mm. Um, But yeah, the show in itself, I feel like it just, like a lot of shows that you guys have probably talked about. I won't name names, but (laughs) they just need more dramaturgy. So many shows from this era just need just a couple of more tryouts out of town, and then they would have been like Montebene. But yeah.
2: All right, do we have any uh, any other Another lessons one. we've learned from Mac and Mabel? All right, well, let's move on and let's talk about our dream cast. <laughs> All right, there's probably a few strong opinions here. Uh, so who would like to go first?
3: KB, I want to start it off. Who's Zac <laughs>
0: Efron playing? I put Zac in as William.
2: Right. Um, opposite
0: yep. colin donnell um as mac <gasps> you're a genius 100 mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah for that. i think like just the slight different like colin's obviously not that much older than zach so they're kind of level but kind of not like i think it would just mm. be a very interesting dynamic with anna camp from pitch the one who's not britney snow and the one who's not anna kendrick and I had her too. Yeah, because I think she has that, like, gutsy. As who? As Mabel. As Mabel, yeah. Um, But also that, like, classic look to her as well. That would work really well for a 1920s show.
2: Mm, mm. I mean, Mm. as I would love for her to be Mabel, but she is very much out of the age bracket now. So I would put her as Lottie now is Carolyn O'Connor. I would have loved to see Carolyn O'Connor oh. as Mabel.
3: Yeah. Even just her on the soundtrack, because that's the one that yeah. was on... Like, that's the one I had growing up, and that was the one that's on iTunes. She yeah. is so good vocally in that role. Like, mm.
1: oh, just oh, like... Mwah, just Why not? Stunning. Let's just do it. It's a dream cast. What are they going <laughs> to do? Dreamcast?
2: I will say, in in the the in the, in the production that I was in... Uh, we did have a Mabel that was significantly older than our Lottie because we had one person who could tap uh audition.
1: <laughs> oh, it's I a mean, handy skill. I
0: mean, it might be interesting to see a little bit of age reversal. <laughs> you might have to change some lines maybe here and there. But...
2: I mean there there are a few. It is a it is there's about a decade over the show. So you either have someone playing younger or playing older at some point. Um, so, yeah, there is a little bit of range, but yeah, I, I I wouldn't, I don't think Carolyn O'Connor would be the best choice for Mabel now, but I think she would make a great Lottie.
3: Can I put my hand up? Mm-hmm. Um, not for me to be in the show, but I watch, I don't know if you guys have watched this yet, um, but hashtag COVID 2020. I have been watching everything on digital theater and I watched the recent funny girl production that was on in London a few years ago, Sheridan Smith as Fanny Bryce. Oh my giddy aunt. She's incredible. I would have loved to have seen her do Mac and Mabel around the era that she did um, legally blonde. Like she's probably a bit old now, but Sheridan probably circa 2009 because I cannot get over how good she was in Funny Girl. Absolutely, like, I can't.
2: I'll try and. Uh... I
3: literally cannot. I will um, DM you guys like a link for you to watch. Yeah, it, please. I'll put it, it. I'll put it in sad. the show notes. Yuck. it's sick.
2: All right. Any other any other strong so, yeah. feelings about uh, casting? All right. Well, let's. No, nope,
3: I got Zach in there. So <laughs> no, I, honestly, Colin like Colin Donnell. Like I feel like that's the most
0: genius thing.
3: I agree. Stunning. I'm, yeah. Like
0: on the floor. As Mac, yeah. He's like, he's, mm. I fell in love with him first season of Arrow and I cannot get enough <laughs> of him now. <laughs> All
2: right, well, Have let's take a break. Did you guys listen to him in Ooh. the
0: Merrily soundtrack? Oh No, pass oh.
1: on that soundtrack. <gasps> Julie. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right, we're taking a break. We'll come back with our top five lists. right if mac and mabel were to be placed on top five lists which ones would it be on i would like to put it on top five herman herman musicals um yeah i mean i think there's there is a discussion to be had but i think it's uh it's a strong contender i i I, and personally it's it's on my top five herman musicals
3: i would put this above lecage easy Mm. Not for the actual musical, <laughs> no. but soundtrack-wise, like I don't oh, enjoy yes. the I don't enjoy the soundtrack of Lacage.
2: Yeah, Lacage, Le- you've got a number like, like two or three okay, good songs,
3: you know. Because we're not going to see productions of Mac and Mabel all the time, but like our main access is to go and see, is to go and listen to these soundtracks, especially yeah. when these came out. I would put Mac and Mabel soundtrack over the Lacage soundtrack. The show show-wise, obviously, Lacage like far and away.
2: Absolutely. I one hundred percent agree with you there.
0: I would put it on top Top five musicals that would have been more successful as a soundtrack. Oh, as like a concept album. Yeah. Rather than like a full yeah, they would have saved a lot of money.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm (laughs) gonna I'm actually gonna say this is my personal top five musicals I would like to see made into a movie. Yeah, think, it would be a fun movie. Yeah. Mm,
3: that um, would be a fun movie. Because
2: it is about movies, and I think we're mm-hmm. removed enough from the time that we can actually comment on what was happening back then now and the tragedy and what was mm. actually going on with the studios. I think this would make a great movie. Yeah.
3: No, that's a good idea. A lot that. Different. Unusual. Um, I <laughs> want to say top five Caroline O'Connor roles. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: She's had a lot of good ones, <laughs> but I'm happy. She's so had a lot of good ones, but... I would say this is like vocally, I'd say one of her best yeah. performances. We've spoken about her a lot recently. She's I, a popular lady oh, on the I Twitter. love her. She's amazing. <laughs> I on I saw her, like I've seen her a lot. Like Anything Goes, Chicago. Um, I saw her in Kiss of the Spider Woman last year at MTC. And that was camp. She was camp. <laughs> like sequ- like her dress broke on stage. I got hit in the face with a sequence. So I feel like we're friends. So yeah. Best but did you keep the out. sequin? Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> hit me it right in the mine. forehead. I was, like, I was like, I didn't know this would be immersive, but I'm going with it. No worries.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Anything else? Any other top fives? Nope. All What's right.
0: Top five no, no, drug like... use in musicals. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> or,
3: mm.
2: uh... Why what don't you take you some like? heroin
0: to pep you right up? <laughs>
4: Hmm. Hmm.
2: We'll leave you with that
0: one, listeners, while we move
2: on. I I want... Back
3: out this door, hey?
2: I want to put I I Won't Send Roses uh, on a list, Mm. but I don't know what list it is. Is it on top five men are trash songs? Songs are basic, boys.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Top five men are trash.
2: (laughs) Sung by men. Because it's like, hey... I know I'm terrible, and you (laughs) shouldn't want that.
3: It's a niche market, but I'll give it to you. It's Um, a niche category, for sure. (laughs) Uh,
2: And Wherever He Ain't, top five breakup songs?
3: Oh, yeah. yeah. Honestly, can't even tell you how many times I've, like, screen cried (laughs) that song
0: over the last little bit. Fair, it's a good one.
3: You should Catholic. definitely
2: record that so we can put it on our Facebook page.
1: Okay. Oh, really? oh my gosh, I totally will. will. Yeah, do it. It has to Go be the it. scream cry though. Scream cry. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I want like I full isolation emotion. <laughs>
2: All right. Well, that has been our show on Mac and Mabel. Uh, Jess, is there anywhere that you would like to direct people to find you over the next while? Um,
3: so you, I am a podcast host on the TNC network for uh, Murder in the Land of Oz. Um, we will have some new content going up as we start our um, next phase of Mitlu. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Jessica Kate Ryan, um, and I will also hopefully, depending on how everything goes with this mess that's going on at the moment, I should be in a show come September. Um, Margaret Fulton the Musical will be doing shows in uh, the Sunshine Coast, Brisbane, the Gold Coast, and Melbourne. Um and if not, the show will be going on tour next year. So you can um check out Margaret Fulton the Musical and I will be in that later on in the year playing uh, Margaret Fulton's mother Isabella.
2: Hooray! Fingers but crossed that it goes ahead let's this hope year. It
3: still goes ahead.
2: <laughs> um I
3: hope everybody's staying really safe and keeping really healthy and staying inside and staying home and Isolating and, yourself and doing all the sensible things. That's what we're all doing. I feel like is yeah. that the standpoint of like this <laughs> this podcast? Yes.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Like stay
3: home. Yeah. We're on Zoom. That's <laughs> what We're on Zoom. One. Room Zoom per party person dolls. It's real fun.
2: Uh excellent. So if you want to find out more about us, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you want to find us online, it's that's not canon.com forward slash <laughs> M T M E I K. Uh, If you want to send us an email, if you have something very long-winded to say to us, uh, you can send an email to gmail.com. And if you've got friends who are suffering with boredom during this time of isolation, you can tell them that we exist and you can go into the hundreds of episodes that we've got in our back catalogue. Uh, literally almost 200 now. So go in there. Why not
3: go check out the Sunday in the Park with George episode? With yeah, Jessica that Ryan. one. Really or Matilda.
2: One. Or any of them that or Jess Matilda. has been on. <laughs> or Assassin.
1: <laughs> or, <T-Tastic>. or, <laughs> or titanic Or uh,
2: Titanic. Yeah, so that's been us. Thank you very much for joining us again. Thank you, Julie. Thank you. Thank you, KB.
0: Thanks, everyone.
2: Thank you, Jess-Kate Ryan. Thank you. Until next time, keep listening to musicals, everyone, and stay safe. Mm.
1: Bye. Bye. Uh, Bye.
2: Uh, bye, bye, bye. That's Not COVID is a new podcast from all of the podcasters on the That's Not Canon network. While we were all isolated and removed from our routines, we thought that the network could come together to offer this new podcast with ideas and ways to occupy your time, relieve your anxiety, and inject some fun into your day. You'll hear voices from all over the TNC network, so subscribe now for some quality distraction and entertainment, and we'll all get through this together. Uh, that's Not Kind of Productions podcast.